Welcome everyone, you're live with Corey from the Northwoods, where we're showing you that freedom is an adventure. We're finding ours, and you can too. Uh, welcome today to our Saturday Live video podcast, where we hope to build the RV community here on YouTube. So with that, if it's your first time here, make sure you click that subscribe button, and don't forget to ring that little bell so you get notified of all of our videos and weekly live streams. So to get started, I'd like to start out with a few shout outs of a couple uh, RV channels that are here on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't checked out these channels, I highly suggest you do and give them some love. Uh, the first one I'd like to shout out is Adventures in Xanadu. They had a great live stream last night. Uh, they had a good turnout. Uh, if you haven't checked out Adventures in Xanadu, make sure you go over, look them up, and check out their channel. Um, they need all the love they can. They're a small channel yet. They're still trying to get uh, out there and let people find them. So make sure that you go ahead and uh, show them that love that uh, we all love and appreciate. So the next one I want to shout out is actually going to be our guest next week. Next week we won't be live, but we will do it as a premiere so that we can still chat in the session while the uh, video is playing. And we are interviewing the RV nerd from Halet RV, uh, Mr. Josh Winters himself. And we're doing it as a phone interview uh, while I'm on video. And we will uh, release that, as I said, as a premiere next Saturday at 1 p.m. so that we can all chat in the session and have a good time with it. And then we get to today's guest, and we all know him, we all love him, Jerry from uh, Happy Place Diaries. And hopefully Jerry's brought Teresa with him. Um, and we want to go ahead and we'll interview them today and, and uh, see what their channel's all about. And... Uh, Go ahead and we'll have a nice talk and discussion. So, so moving on, I will go ahead and bring Jerry here into the room. Uh, let's see here. We'll add Jerry up here. And hopefully we can see Jerry. Yeah, we got you. Are you there, Jerry? Yeah, we're here. Hello. Can you see us, Corey? I know as of right now, I still have just a black screen. So while we're waiting for Jerry to, to try to load, we'll go ahead and welcome some people in the room. Well, uh, right here. I'd like to welcome uh, Hitch Up and Tow, um, New Horizons, Susan, thank you for joining us. Bob from Blue Wave Odyssey. Uh, Reagan Brown, thank you for joining us. Jerry Holly. Uh, Aaron Jemison, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Our Epic Adventure RV, or Our Epic RV Adventure. Uh, that's Michael and Shelley. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, Captain Jack Scrapper, thanks for dropping by and uh, giving us a chance here. Everybody can see him but me. I can't hear him either. So Yeah, we're here. What's going on? I'm just getting a black swirl for Jerry. Is it on his end? So as soon as yeah. I can hear, hear Jerry, we'll go ahead no. and move on from that. But. No. Uh, everyone's teasing me. Hey, on the screen. All I see is the black, endless swirl of Jerry. Right here. Bob, to Bob tells me to refresh, so we'll. Oh no! What happened? Well, hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not Corey. And I'm not. There you are. There you are. I can we're see you now. We're over the show, Corey. How you guys doing? Cool, we're good. <laughs> Streamyard giving some uh, some hiccups there, but 
Uh, glad you could join us today, guys. Well, we, we're glad we were invited. And I see you brought Teresa. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, you guys, I absolutely love your guys' channel. You guys put so much effort into the channel. And I uh, uh, absolutely love YouTubers that, that put forth the extra effort. And, and uh, it really shows in what you do, Jerry. Uh, it really does. And uh, so to start out, um, I know the answers to many of these, but anyone who's watching might not know. So we'll go ahead and we'll start out. And um, first question we always ask everyone, are you full-time or part-time? Part-timers. Yeah, we, we could do ourselves part-timers plus. So, yeah, we, we're not full-time, but we um, we get out as, as much as we can um, every month, you know, waiting for the COVID era to end. Yeah, I think, I think we all are. <laughs> so I do know, uh, Jerry, you are former military. So why don't you go ahead and share... Uh, what you did in the military and uh, what your rank and stuff was there? Well, I, uh, I served in the Army for 21 years. And um, for 21 years, I, uh, I was in the infantry. Um, started out with, you know, Rangers and, and, and did all the fun stuff while I was, was young. Um, I culminated my career um, as a command sergeant major in E9. Um, and then I retired after 21 years in um, 2005. So that's kind of the career in a nutshell. It all fits on one wall. Well, well, thank you uh, from us and all of us here in the room. Thank you for your service. You bet. So, um, moving I'll on to our, tomorrow. Yep. So uh, moving on to our next question. Why don't you go ahead and let everybody know uh, where you're from? And whether or not you currently uh, work or community involvement that you're involved in? We live in Troutville, Oregon, which is about 17 miles east of Portland. I currently work at a school district for an elementary school. Jerry's retired, but he babysits three days a week. Yeah, everybody that's, that's been in our live streams, they've seen, you know, Mr. Levi and he's He's my full-time job three, ta three days a week. Yeah, um, yeah, I, bet Levi, I bet Levi's a handful. He, he is, especially now that he can run and throw. So, <laughs> um, but so far as community involvement, um, uh, we're real active. Uh, Teresa does stuff with uh, Special Olympics and whatnot, and um, I'm still real active with uh, scouting. Um, so I do some stuff at the district and council level now. Uh, with Boy Scouts, um, I was a scout leader for gosh, 20 years before I kind of moved up. Uh, no, so 12, 12 years, well, 15 with the troop and four with the so about 19 years. Okay, yeah, anyway, uh, we're still real active with with uh, with that. So well, that's great that you have that kind of community involvement, uh, you know, in your retired years and be able to. Uh, help out the community and help out the kids that are in the area and with the scout uh, stuff and that's fantastic So do you guys uh, Eventually once Teresa retires do you plan on going full-time or are you still planning on uh, being most timers? Um, I think uh, most timers until we can um, 
until we could, you know, dive all the way in. I think, I, I think both of us are fascinated with the idea of going full time. Um, it's just real tough because our entire family lives in like a 10 minute circle around us. Sure. And that's really what's, what's, uh, keeping us here. Um, you know, I, I wasn't born or raised here or, or anything. I moved here. Um, Teresa was raised here. Uh, but really it, if we didn't have family here, we, we, we'd probably be full-time right now. Right. Right. I think that's, uh, really what ties everyone, uh, the roots, you know, back to home is, is having family that are, are there and, and, uh, really triggers um, some of the interest in ones who do try to hit the road as much as possible in having a home base to be able to visit that uh, friends and family that uh, you grew up around and, and you know and love. So, All right, so what made you interested in RVing? Obviously, you were interested in scouts, Jerry, um, but what got you two into RVing? Well, um, I think what got us really interested was uh, 70 mile an hour winds and, and trees snapping around uh, the tent that we were sleeping in. Um, so at first it, it just became a, we weren't having any fun uh, issue that on that particular uh, camp out. And um, so we ended up buying an RV. Our sister, his sister and husband, and then our, our best friends also had RVs. And my parents have had them. Yeah. Um, we never thought that we would be RV people, and we were we were we were that couple that um, you know cursed the RVers for for taking up the lanes, you know, when you're trying to get home from the beach and stuff like that. And now we've become that person. Um, but I think that the big interest was uh, once we kind of discovered um, the RV itself. You know, once we found the one that we're, we're in and really fell in love with it, uh, you know, it, it really changed the way that we camp and um, and all that. So I think the interest really, really was, number one, out of necessity to keep having fun. And number two was once we discovered it, we, we, we're not going back. Right. And and that's completely understandable. Uh, Lori and I are in the same situation. We used to tent camp, and after a few bad camping experiences and cold, wet, rainy weather, and um, you start looking for other ways to still enjoy it um, and get out there, and that's what got us into RVing. So I can I can totally relate with that. So so um, so tell us what type of RV do you have, and what was it that made you choose it? We have a Keystone Passport. It's a 2890 rear living. And what we did was when we went to the RV show, we went around and we took pictures of all the ones that we liked. And then when we got done, we went back and we're like, okay, not that one, not that one. And this was the one that we kept coming back to. You know, we came back to this one three times at the RV show. And then we find, and then we went back three more times to the dealer to look at it. And um, I think what settled us on this one was uh, first uh, the, the rear living space is really big. 
especially with the slide out and that big uh, picture window that we have in the back. And if you've seen any of our videos, you've seen that window. Um, it's kind of the big feature uh, of that RV. And, um, you know, it's really just us. All of our kids um, are in their mid-20s, so they don't camp with us anymore. So it's just it's just us and our friends. So that's really what, what got us into the one that we're in and, and what we really enjoy about it because you can – we've modified it a little bit. So um, putting an Ikea table that you can actually see – well, we can, we've got eight people around there. We can seat. Yeah, we yeah. can put eight people around there for a meal. But and, we've only seated six, but yeah, still six. it's big. Yeah. And I can I can relate with that as well. Was one of the things that we always try to tell people when you're first trying to pick out a rig is to pick out a floor plan. And we went and we looked at a bunch of RVs and we found a floor plan that we liked. And then it's like, well, what RVs have that floor plan? And... Uh, because when it comes right down to it, you can have all kinds of options. It just depends on whether or not you like where the stuff is. Yeah, so, Jer Jerry, I wanted the bunk beds because I was hoping for grandchildren. And we kept going back to that one, and Jerry's like, who are we buying this for? Are we buying it for the grandchildren or are we buying it for us? And then I'm like, okay, let's yep. get this one. Yeah, and I, I think that is the biggest if, – if, if I were to give any advice about buying an RV – that would be the number one piece of advice. Buy it for buy it for you. Buy it for the reason that you want it, not because your friends have a certain design or a floor plan, or you know, if you're you know looking at grandkids. I mean, the grand you know we have one, and he's camped with us. Um, but there's plenty of space um, in there that they could throw sleeping bags down and stuff like that. Um, but 99.999% of the time, it's us, and that's who we bought the, the RV for. So um, I think that would be our biggest advice to anybody buying an RV is don't buy it because somebody else said this is what you have to have. Buy it for what you want. Yeah, it's the most important thing. Um, what we did is we tried creating a checklist of what was important. And then we tried putting those things in a list of what's more important than others. And the the floor plan is what came out on top um, and deciding. And it, it's a big choice. I mean, we, these things aren't cheap. Um, you know, and you're making that investment. And like you said, buy it for you. It's going to make you happy. Um, yeah. It's going to benefit you to get out and use it more and, and uh, enjoy it. And, you know, your channel name says it all. You know, find your happy place. So. All right, so what made you go ahead and start a, a YouTube channel? Obviously, you have quite a passion in the RV community, um, but what made you go ahead and start your channel to begin with, and when did you start your channel? Um, officially, our channel launched like in December of 2018. Um, I retired in November of 2018, and so, and we didn't have a, a uh, Levi wasn't born until January of 19. So um, I was really looking for, number one, a hobby, uh, just something to do. And, you know, we were um, embedded in this whole RV thing by then. Um, and then, so so I thought this would be a, a cool way of us documenting um, our journey of happiness you know, because 
we really fell in love with the whole RV thing. And so I thought, well, let's, you know, let's video our trips. Let's video some of the, you know, the how-to stuff. And because we were brand new to RVing in 2016 and used YouTube to learn a lot about RVing. Um, you know, it, as much as, you know, you love some of the people around you, sometimes, you know, they don't give you the best advice or you buy things, you know, based on their recommendation. Um, but uh, ha having said all of that, it, it really was just a hobby thing. And then I discovered the whole RV community on YouTube uh, much later and, and really got active with it. But it really just started out as a way that we can that we can share. And it, it's kind of morphed into um, what we hope is helping other people get the most out of their RV. There's plenty of channels out there that show you how to do things or places to go and things to do. Ours is just kind of a, a, a total, um, we encompass all the stuff about RVing um, that we do to get the most out of our RV. Right. And that kind of goes right into our, our next question for you. As far as, you know, what is your basically value proposition? I know you and I had both taken uh, the same course through Tim Schmoyer um, on how to improve our YouTube channel. So um, I know you would work on a value proposition the same as what we did. But um, So what is your value proposition to your viewers and what is your most important thing to provide to your viewers? Yeah, again, I, I think our value proposition is that we are offering the value of watching our channel is um, that if you watch our channel, uh, you will get ideas or you might be inspired or motivated to get the most out of your RV. You know, uh, Teresa and I go for walks in, in our neighborhood and we see there, there's an RV on or, or two or three on every block in our neighborhood. And most of those RVs sit beside the house or sit beside the fence and they never go anywhere. And so people aren't getting the most out of the RV. And what we want to do is in a drama free environment, uh, we, we show the good stuff. Um, what, why you should hook up that, that travel trailer or back into the fifth wheel or, or fire up your your class A or B or whatever you have and get out there and use it. And so the, our value proposition simply stated is that we want to help you get the most out of your RV. Right. So I know you started your channel as a hobby and I think a lot of us end up starting that, that way. And as it starts to grow, um, it starts looking at a way to, you know, have passive income and, possibly even a business at some point in time. Um, I know none of us really plan that sometimes, but, um, you know, it's pennies on the dollar for the most of us, for our YouTube, uh, us YouTubers. We're not making a ton of money in any means, but um, is it something that you ever thought would, would turn into that? Or I know you, you do a very professional job on your channel, Jerry, and it definitely shows, um, you know, so do you ever think that that might give you some passive income down the road in retirement? Um, at the rate that we're going, um, that would be like a 10 year plan. <laughs> um, I know right uh, now we put more money into it than we get out of it. That's for sure. 
yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah, our goal has never been um, to really get rich or, or anything. And when and if we ever do get to the thousand mark, and like I said, we started our channel December of 2018. So do the math, we're, you know, into, into April of uh, 2020 and we're not close. Um, so, you know, our immediate goal is to just keep having fun with it and, and, and let the numbers fall wherever they do. If we do ever reach the, the point where we're, where we're making some passive income, um, it's going to all go to charity. Uh, we, we do okay. And so um, when we get to that point, we're going to, you know, uh, we, we definitely have a passion for, like I said, Special Olympics um, and the veterans community. So um, when and if we ever do get there, um, you know, that might change our, our outlook on, on, on uh, the, the, you know, growth of, of the channel and stuff like that. And that's ultimately, that's our goal is, is that if we do get to that point, it's, it, it's all going to go to charity. Um, and, the, and those are both fantastic causes to, uh, to support. So that's great. Okay. So, um, so looking forward, I know, I know we looked at once we passed or was coming up on our year uh, of starting. And as you look forward to what's, you know, in store for the next year, um, you know, what was it that you were looking towards yourself as far as the focus or goals that you'd like to meet over the course of the next 12 months? Well, we, we sit down every year and just kind of look at, at uh, goal setting in general, uh, specifically for the YouTube channel. Um, we set out with three goals for this year. Um, at number one was to be consistent, you know, and put out uh, consistent uh, videos every Wednesday, every Sunday. Um, we wanted to make sure uh, that you know, we were addressing our value proposition. Uh, so being consistent, uh, building our community and, you know, what, whatever that looks like, whether that's uh, people that come in and look to, you know, kind of looking at the analytics at, at click through and then the subscribers. Um, and when it came to subscribers, we wanted to be at a thousand uh, subscribers by December. Um, we're probably on pace for that. And, and it, it, it's one of those, um, we consider ourselves the little engine that could, uh, we think we can, we think we can. Um, and then I forgot what the third goal was already consistency, uh, community and, um, something else that was really important that I completely forgot about it. Um, but, but really, that's what it comes down to, uh, you know, providing that good content um, that's out there and, and getting better at what we do, you know, improving, you know, our, our skills with the camera, um, you know, and, and I think there's a whole lot that goes into, into that, learning how to edit better, you know, things like that. I, I'm, I, it's just always been, I, I think probably since I was a little kid, I've always uh, tried to learn something new every day. And typically I do through lots of mistakes and, and whatnot. Um, 
So, you know, I, I, I try to learn something new every day about YouTube, you know, how I can improve the channel um, and whether that's, you know, um, through the actual uh, production side or, uh, you know, using the analytics to, to, to move into a different direction. But what I think we don't want to get away from is who we are. We're not going to change who we are uh, just because of subscribers. And again, we're not going to uh, create anything that we're not. Uh, again, like I said, we, we don't we don't look at at the, at the drama and stuff like that. There's plenty of sh channels out there that that uh, use a little bit of shock and awe uh, to get you to click, and we're we're just not going to do that. If you like our channel, we hope you stay with it, and 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 we're happy that you're with us. Um, but to us, it's a journey, and we're just happy that everybody comes along with us. It is. It's a journey, and it's a learning curve, and. Um, you really have no control over whether the subscribers come or not. All you can do is do the best job that you do. And I'm going to tell you, Jerry, you do a fantastic job. Sooner, <laughs> sooner or later, the subscribers will come. So uh, just yeah, keep you know, up what you're we, doing. We, we appreciate the, the, the field of dreams philosophy. You know, if you build it, they'll come. Yeah. And, and I just think, uh, you know, some channels build faster than others. And we're just slow builders. So... Right. Now, do you, I know you do a lot of stuff on YouTube. Do you promote your channel anywhere else on other social media, things like that to try to grow? Or do you just concentrate just on YouTube? We have a Facebook page. Yeah, we have a Facebook page and, I, and we have a uh, Instagram uh, page. Um, both of which I don't know that um, we're very effective at using. Uh, you know, I think we put our eggs in in learning the YouTube platform, um, you know, we, we get out there on, on Instagram and stuff and there's, there's so much, uh, I guess those are the only platforms that we're really using. I, I, I would love to learn more about that. That that's definitely on our list of things to, to get better at. Yeah. And, and we even promoting, I can tell you, we do a ton of promoting on Facebook and Instagram and, um, you know, with the limitations of what they allow for reach of your post, you don't get a whole lot for what you have to begin with. Um, both Facebook and Instagram, only about 10% of your followers actually see what you post. Um, so to try to pull people from those other social media programs into YouTube, it's it's a rough battle. you got to have a big audience in order to do so. So, Right. What we, what we noticed is, is if you look at the Instagram followers, we probably have more... Um, that that are not subscribers uh, to the channel, um, but but you start seeing the same names on Facebook and Instagram and and YouTube. So, you know, it's it's kind of like our YouTube community. Uh, absolutely love all the people that that we see in different live streams and and that that we comment back and forth and stuff like that. But um, I think and and maybe it's just something that I've noticed lately, but. We're, we're reaching kind of a saturation point with the same same people, and that's great. Stay. Right. Um, we encourage you to stay, um, but we definitely need to, to extend our reach a little bit. Right. And, uh, you know, the, the RV community that Bob has built here has, has been great, um, making sure that all of our channels keep up with engagement and views uh, as we grow and, and uh, pull in outside viewers, viewers from that community. 
and uh, it's helped us all quite a bit. And I uh, appreciate Bob for everything he's done for each and every one of us because of that. So, um, but yeah, you know, it, it's hard to grow from other social media. Um, a lot, I know a lot of YouTubers don't even bother with other social media. They just concentrate on YouTube um, because of, it seems like you're beating your head against the wall at many times trying to, to get them views from there. So, but at this time, we'll go ahead and we'll open up the room here uh, for anyone that might have questions for Jerry and Teresa. Well, just uh, one, uh, Aaron was asking what we use for editing and for thumbnails. Um, for editing, we use Filmora 9, and um, we're using the, the full pro version on that. Um, absolutely love Filmora. We, we, we've tried... Uh, two or three different um, editing software uh, programs. Um, so we, we really uh, like using that, and it's, it's really easy to use with the Mac. Um, I, I use a MacBook Pro. Um, and then for thumbnails, uh, we use Canva. And uh, be, just because it's a real simple, easy process and um, – if you watched our last video that came out Wednesday, I kind of talked about our Filmora process and it wasn't so much about Filmora, but it, it, it's more about the, the way that I've developed processes uh, to editing. And I, I, I should do one on, on um, the way we do our, our thumbnails, but um, I'm a process kind of guy. I guess it's, it's, it's an army thing. Um, we have task conditions and standards, and so it's always you, you do things the same way the same time you get, you know, um, it, once once it's proven success, you get the same successful results. And so I, I use a lot of templates, and so everything that I do for editing videos is basically um, in, in templates, and so I've got folders with, with all that stuff all set up so that when I open up Filmora, it's all drag and drop. Um, and so it makes my editing process uh, less frustrating. Not easier, now, less frustrating. Well, let me ask, because I actually use Filmora 9 as well, but I, I use the standard version. I don't use the pro version. Um, do you happen to know what benefits does the pro offer over the standard? I have no idea. No idea. I It seems to me like I um, Daniel Battelle... Uh, that does Filmora videos. It's a fantastic channel that's out there. If you use Filmora, make sure you, you go check out his channel. But I think he had said something about before about how um, it can render like 4K video offline and you can still like work in a video while you're uploading a video. Yeah, I think that's true. There, there, there is the, the, and to be honest, I've never shot in 4K. My camera will do it, but I've never, I've never done it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it, and I did use the other version first. Uh, it seems like the processes are a little bit faster. Um, I know you get uh, more access to audio. Uh, they've got a really good sound library, which I've used off and on again. Um, but I really like Filmora. I, you know, it just, it, it, it's, it's really good. And I've never dabbled in, you know, the uh, premiere or any of that. So, um, and so for somebody asked about Canva, I'm just using the free version. 
or Canva. I, I actually looked at getting the, the paid version and beyond a couple watermark features and, and adding, um, you know, icons and things like that, which I never do in my um, thumbnails. Uh, I, I try to, to keep my thumbnails pretty basic and consistent. So I, I, I you know, I've never really uh, found value or a need to go to Filmora Pro. I, I'm sorry, uh, Canva Pro. Yeah, a lot of people use Canva because you can do it from a mobile phone or a computer. Uh, however, it is very simple and easy. You don't have to know a bunch of stuff. Um, you know, like Photoshop or anything like that, you know, Photoshop can get pretty in depth. So it's easy. And again, it's, it's templates, right? I mean, you just click on, I want to do a YouTube thumbnail and everything is scaled perfectly. Uh, if you want to do a YouTube banner, everything is scaled perfectly for mobile, for desktop, for, you know, everything. So for, um, you know, iPad or whatever, I, I just, I, again, I, I, I love templates because they just make things. Um, yeah, I easy. do too, and and I use Photoshop, but I've created templates for everything I do. Sure. Um, so even like so, a couple of the channels I've helped with channel art and stuff, I have a template that comes up when I pull it up. It's automatically sized properly to fit the channel art, and you know I could slap in some background images, change some text and things, and it comes together real quickly. By having those templates, you're saving so much time. Um, you know, I can do a thumbnail in a couple of minutes because I'm just pulling up a template, throwing in a background picture, and changing some text. So, well, yeah, you're a you're a thumbnail Jedi, though. I mean, you, your thumbnails have been really consistent, and they really pop. And well, I had actually tried taking a look at changing our thumbnails when we hit our season two, and uh, I wanted to kind of change a little bit of the branding and stuff. And I came up with a whole new design, and I didn't like it. I ended up trashing it and staying with what I had. So. <laughs> yeah, ours ours could probably be a little bit more snazzy, but you know, I don't know. I, I I guess I would have to have somebody look at that and and evaluate how effective our thumbnails are. You know, right now they they seem to be working. They're probably not working, you know, at the optimal level, but they're working. Like you said, though, in order to sometimes get that really true high click rate, you know, you're throwing out some clickbait or you're you're adding some drama with it, and, uh, you know, I try not to do too much of it. Occasionally, I might put a little something that's a little, you know, picture, you know, looking surprised or something, but um, and try not to do the, the clickbait too bad. If anything, I'll just, you know, put something that's a really good piece of food of uh, Blackstone cooking or something on it to yeah, try you to always entice people that way, so... Um, I know you did a video a while back about uh, some of the gear you use, but what are some of the cameras that you guys use? Um, our, our, our number one camera is the uh, Canon M50. Um, absolutely love that uh, camera. It's, it does everything you want it to do. Uh, great quality. Uh, super. Um, now I, I took a couple online uh, classes or tutorials on on you know setting it up and, and once I did that uh, it got dialed in, um, and then uh, like most people you know the the iPhone is is a wonderful camera uh, for our live streams we use a Logitech uh, C six fifteen something um, which is the camera we're using right now um, 
but really it's the M50 and our iPhone that we're really using. And then I've got um, GoPros, GoPro Hero Seven, oh. and then I've got a Hero Four. Don't use those as much as we used to. It, when we first started the channel, we used the GoPros a lot, uh, not so much uh, once we got the M50. Yeah, uh, the M50 is a great camera. Uh, we just recently bought a new Canon and was really looking hard at the M50. And uh, we actually opted to go with the M6 Mark II. Um, that's the newer style, a mirrorless camera from Canon. Only because, only because of the 4K capabilities that it has for the most part. And uh, it is. It's, that's what I'm actually using right now as a webcam uh, with SparkleCam. So... Eventually, I would like to go ahead and get that switched over to an HDM, HDMI capture and try to get a little bit better quality yet out of it. But it is a fantastic camera, and uh, absolutely have loved it so far. So, yeah, but a lot of our footage, do, the F50 of, will do 4K. Yeah. Um, but the cropping is is a little wonky. Yeah, and, I also heard there was some issues with autofocus a little bit in 4K. Yeah. So yep. yeah, this this one does pretty darn good in uh, with autofocus at pretty much any range, and uh, you can do the uh, 4K 60 frames, and you can slow it down for slow mo and all that stuff. So we, uh, even though it was a few hundred dollars more, we decided to go ahead and opt for that body. I don't have any M uh, lenses as of yet. I'm still using the adapter with the the EFS lenses. Uh, for right now, and they seem to be working just fine. So, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I broke my, the one M lens that I had, um, and so I replaced it with a new EFM uh, lens, uh, the eighteen to fifty-five. I think it is. Uh, it's an amazing lens. I, I, I'm really loving it. Um, and then I do have the adapter with the uh, fifty millimeter lens. So, so I'm equipped to go with more lenses. It just I had seen that you got the 18 to 55 M series, and I have an 18 to 55 EFS series, and I'd kind of wonder, you know, what the difference is between the two, between using the adapter and the not. I assume it'd probably just be a little bit crop difference between the yeah. two, but but I think it comes to point out is that all of us pretty much started our uh, channels with a GoPro. Yeah, um, I think you, so too. You know, even if it was an old GoPro, I mean, uh, some of our footage up until just here in the last month was most of that was shot on an old GoPro 3 Plus. Yeah. You know, so they're easy to use. They fo autofocus great. And, um, you know, anymore, I mean, I had picked up a second uh, 3 Plus off of uh, eBay for like $65. And it still outperforms most any knockoff GoPro that you can get out there. So, um, you know, it's it's great cameras. Uh, we just upgraded recently to a uh, GoPro 8. Um, I'm fascinated with that thing. So um, lots of stuff. But the whole point of the matter is that you don't need an expensive camera to be able to just put out videos and get your message out. Like you said, uh, today's uh, iPhones are even... Some of our footage is actually shot off my Samsung 10 Plus. So um, today's cameras do a fantastic job on just being able to get content out. And uh, so anyone watching this, if you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel and you don't have any kind of professional equipment, don't worry about it. You don't need it. You can just get started with what you have. 
<clears throat> somebody was asking about the audio. Um, when we're shooting video with the M50, we have uh, two different audio setups. Uh, we use the, um, what's it called, the Rode Mini. Yep, the video the micro. One of these right here. Yep, Yes. that's exactly We use the Rode Mini. And then we also have a lavalier uh, mic setup uh, when we're doing, you know, the, the this kind of stuff. And then when we're doing um, live streams right now, uh, we're actually just using the mic that's on our MacBook. Um, but we use, uh, I don't know, I don't even know where it went, um, but it's the Yeti Blue, um, oh, the, the Blue Yeti. Uh, we use that when we're doing live stream. Yeah, um, but when we're doing video, it's it's typically the um, the road mini and the uh, and the little lavalier uh, mic setup. Yeah, if any of you are interested in the Blue Yeti, if I can get it up here in front of the camera, we use the Blue Yeti as well. Yep, that's it uh, for our live streams. Uh, it's a great camera. Runs about one hundred and ten, hundred and twenty dollars on Amazon quite often, uh, but it's a uh, fantastic microphone for doing your live streams and such. And um, yeah, that's yep. And, um, you know, they're they can be adaptable to a boom and everything. So if anyone's thinking about upgrading their microphones at all, uh, both of those choices, um, you know, the uh, let me grab the road here again. The Rode Video Micro uh, is a great choice. It has the cold shoe adapter on the bottom of it to go on top of your camera. Um, if you do use it with a cell phone, you'll have to get the special cable for it. Uh, it's an SC7 cable to go to a cell phone. Um, otherwise, it uses just the standard cable for a camera. Um, but it's easy ways to try to improve your, your uh, content and, uh, you know, it's proven. I mean, we've all seen people use them. I, we've mo moved into those and look at what it's done for us. So, yeah, I, th I think what I like about the 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 road mic um, combined with the M50 is it's not something that's huge, and so you know you could put it on a gorilla pod or you could put it on whatever. You could actually walk around in public and people don't people don't think you're from some big production company or you know, working for the KGB or something like that. You're, you're just, you know, it, it's something nice and small and, and uh, you, you don't get the arm shakes because it's so heavy. Right. And the great thing you can use that. It doesn't have to be on a camera. Um, I've used it in the laptop. I've used it on my GoPros uh, using the little USB adapter for the GoPro. Um, you know, so you can use it on multiple different devices and it uh, definitely steps the audio up a little bit. Uh, let's see. Does anyone else here have questions in the room going on here? Let me scroll back here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got that right. Roy and Becky's travels. Yeah, day. What is it? Day twenty-three. And I'm I'm I am literally going into depression over not seeing my Cubs play. So. Yeah, that's. Uh... I'm not sure how this NFL draft thing is going to play out uh, all remotely, but I guess we'll see here in the, what, about another week here. So, Yeah. 
Well, I'm just hoping they, they salvage a little bit, um, a little bit of the baseball season. There's still a lot of ball to play. And anyway. Yeah. I surely hope so though. I know they've been, uh, advertising some uh, games over in Japan uh, that are playing just to give people some uh, views of baseball. Uh, yeah, well, I've watched uh, the 2016 World Series nine times now, a lot. which is great because my Cubs win every single time. So, are you? The question is, are you surprised every time? Um, I, I, I act surprised every time. <laughs> Well, that's that's good. Hey, that's 108 good. years. I'll watch it 10 times and still feel great about it. So that's right. It doesn't matter if it's another 108 years. You have one, and that's all that matters. Uh, three, but it took 108 years. Yeah. All righty. So I think with that, I'll go ahead and I'll thank you guys for joining us, and we'll go ahead and let you go. And I'll uh, and I will uh, go ahead and finish up my wrap up spiel here towards the end. But uh, thank you very much for, uh, for joining us. And, Jerry, thank you very much again for your service to this country. And yeah. uh, you guys have a great channel, and I hope it just continues to grow and uh, uh, provide useful information to the RV community and uh, people that are looking for RV information. And I hope you all the success in the world. Yeah, thanks for having us. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. All right, guys, so if you haven't checked out Happy Place Diaries, make sure that you go ahead and check out their channel, and if one of the moderators could go ahead and drop a link for their um, channel, and Lori, I think, said that she just did anyways, but um, go ahead and make sure you click that link after this video, and go over and check out some of Jerry's videos. Um, watch two, three, or more of them. Leave comments. Um, give them thumbs up. Give them all that engagement that they need to help them grow. Um, I know a few people in the room has, uh, helped to offer to help some channels. Um, our Epic RV Adventure, uh, Michael over there has helped, uh, a few channels and is willing to help people, uh, as well as, uh, Aaron, uh, Jemison, uh, has offered to, uh, help some small channels. So that's great to have a, a much larger YouTuber here in the community willing to help, uh, us little guys to get ahead. And we appreciate that quite a bit. I mean, to have a larger YouTube channel come in and help us is is amazing. Because um, there's a lot out there that wouldn't. And it, it goes to show the character um, that you have and your commitment to this community here on YouTube. So, uh, once again, I'd like to go ahead and thank all of our moderators. Of, if you would, go ahead and drop links to your channels in the room. Uh, so that people can also go ahead and check out your guys' channel. You guys do all the heavy lifting while we're just sitting up here in front of a camera talking. And uh, you guys deserve the credit as well. So, um, with that, don't forget to make sure that you go ahead and hit the thumbs up here on our video. Um, leave comments. Um, Susan is getting very close. Uh, I haven't checked today. I know last night she was at about... Uh, 16 people away from hitting her thousand. That's Susan at New Horizons. Uh, so make sure if uh, you get a chance, check out. She's right here in the room. Go ahead and check out her channel. Give her a subscribe. Check out her channel. See what she has to offer. Um, she loves helping the handicap community. 
and she has some good content make sure you go over check her out let's push her over top of that thousand subscribers if we can uh, hopefully we got enough people in here that aren't already subscribed to her to go ahead and give her a chance to do so she's so looks like she's at 986 she needs 14 subscribers yet to go so anyone who uh, is in here or sees this video make sure you go over give her a subscribe like some of her videos comment and uh, just show her the love that she deserves. She's uh, a fantastic woman and what she does in the community. Make sure you guys go ahead and check her out. Um, so with that, make sure you like this video. Give them all, give us all them thumbs up, comments if you want, would like. And make sure that you check out our Sunday videos and our weekly live streams. Um, like I said, next week we will be interviewing... Josh, the RV nerd from Halet RV, and that'll be a pre-recorded uh, podcast, but we will be doing it as a premiere so we can all chat and uh, have fun here in the room talking about it, and uh, and uh, I don't, Lori's saying stickers here to me, although I do have something for you, Susan, I don't know if Lori's told you or not, um, Susan, Lori found one of these for you. Right there, so if she hasn't gotten in the mail yet, it will be going out soon to you. She did find a couple of these laying around, but if you would like um, one of our logo stickers, let me pop this up. If you'd like one of our logo stickers right here, let that focus. I love the autofocus on this camera. Um, you can go ahead and click the link in the description uh, below. And there's a link straight to our merch store to get one of our logo stickers and use the promo code right here, uh, free sticker. And it won't cost you a thing. It's just a, a matter of uh, going ahead and uh, clicking that and uh, checking out. And it gives Lori the means to be able to keep track of the orders coming in and make sure that she's getting them out to you guys. So, so. Lori keeps talking to my ear on the side over here, so I'm trying to talk and listen to her at the same time. So, <laughs> so with that, uh, do any of you got any questions for our live streams? I know one of the things uh, you guys might not know, we are currently working on this Saturday live pod, uh, video live podcast that we're doing here. We're actually working on getting these converted to actual podcasts. Uh, to be able to be um, listened to on both Apple and Google uh, as an actual audio podcast. And so that we can try to give exposure to everyone that we interview uh, out um, into a different uh, media. And be able to try to promote you guys out a little bit farther. As well as ourselves. Uh, it's all about getting the word out of... Uh, that we're here on YouTube and that people could find us and support us. <clears throat> so, with that, uh, how's everyone doing with the stay-at-home order? Uh, orders that are going around. I know a few states are talking about starting to open things up here. We'll see how that goes uh, with the local governors. It's a touchy subject in a lot of places, including here in Michigan. But we want to make sure that everyone is safe and um, that they're getting the, what they need while they're having to stay at home. Um, 
both everything that you need and, and plus everything you need for your mental health to make sure that you're not going stir crazy while you're just sitting at home, um, hopefully watching us on YouTube. So, so anyways, uh, Susan is getting very close to that thousand again. Make sure that you are going over there, um, seeing her videos, liking them, giving her a subscribe. Uh, she's been working hard to get to that thousand uh, number mark. She absolutely needs it. Well, let's see. I see Jerry had posted something in here. We actually camped last night in the RV parked next to the house. Yeah, we uh, would love to do that. Unfortunately, with the current stay-at-home situation, our RV that was supposed to come out of storage today uh, is delayed until May 2nd. So... Uh, because of the stay-at-home orders um, and RV parks being closed, as well as RP our RV repair places being closed, um, the fairgrounds in which we store our camper has decided not to release the RVs from storage until May 2nd. So that gives us a couple more weeks to have to uh, sit here and ponder and uh, uh, wonder why Salem isn't sitting in the driveway. So... But hopefully, if all goes up well, she'll be home soon. We can go ahead and start working on getting her ready for the travel season, do upgrades that we're looking to do, um, and punch out a bunch more videos. And uh, in the meantime, you know, while we've been waiting for Salem to come up with storage, we just continue to use our backdrops back here, uh, our green screens, and uh, do the best we can getting videos and getting content out to you guys. Uh, Jerry says he heard from KOA they're uh, opening in Oregon on May 1st. Uh, yeah, we heard from KOA as well. Um, they have, a, KOA actually put out a list of what campgrounds are closed around the country. Um, and they shot out an email to anyone who is a KOA member or has reserved through KOA in the past um, of what those are. Currently in Michigan, it's not that big of a deal because... Um, most campgrounds aren't really open until right about now anyways. So uh, to have to hold off a couple of weeks, if that's all we get, you know, that's not that big of a deal. Uh, the big thing in Michigan is if we can get open before Memorial Day weekend, because um, that is a huge tourist uh, weekend here in Michigan and really kicks off the summer um, festivities uh, in the state. So uh no swimming pool access yeah um many times here in michigan uh even if they have a swimming pool many times you can't use it until june so um a lot of them aren't heated and things like that we really don't have a whole lot of koas there's getting to be more and more in the state uh every year and they are constantly adding parks in fact one of our uh favorite uh private campgrounds had just sent out a notification uh, here about a week ago that they are now affiliated with KOA and will be coming into the KOA park system. So that will be actually exciting because one, we'll get our 10% discount and two, uh, it'll increase the amount of amenities that they're all able to offer to, uh, their campers. So that is a great situation, uh, for them. Uh, Aaron says he loves his community. So many great people. We love following following along, yep. Um, 
this is this is a fantastic community bob has done a great uh deed to the rv community here on youtube and be able to uh bring everyone together and everyone shares their experiences their content um their love for the uh rv experience and that's a fantastic thing and uh it only gets better from here. So uh, more and more channels, not and not just small channels, more and more channels are joining us and coming together and supporting each other. And I think it's all more important than anything. Um, before we wrap up, I would like to cover, uh, I don't know if everyone has been aware as of yet, Amazon sent out an email um, the effect of here in a couple days, they are slashing a number of commission rates uh, across the board, pretty much. And much of the things that we used to try to sell uh, in the outdoor section of uh, Amazon will be dropped from, I believe it was that 5.5% commission will be dropped down to 3% commission, um, which is almost cut in half. So... This is going to be another struggle um, with creators. I'm hoping that this is just a, uh, a temporary situation with the COVID-19 situation as well as the economy. And that hopefully at some point in time we'll see those uh, possibly come back up. But I wouldn't really hope on it. It's um, something to be optimistic on. It, I know it's a lot, not a lot of money, but it does help each and every one of our channels um, that are Amazon affiliates. And uh, so with that, I think we'll go ahead and we're about three minutes before the hour and we will go ahead and we will start wrapping this up. Uh, I will drop one more thing. Um, if you check out uh, Michael over at our RV or our Epic RV Adventure has a video uh, of a Chrome plugin that you can install on desktop that will allow you to go to channels again uh, inside the live chat. Now YouTube took that away here uh, last week and um, this is at least a way to be able to click on the names of people here in the chat and go directly to their channel uh, which was a fantastic feature but I don't think we're going to see that ever come back on YouTube. I think they probably got rid of that because of grow channels that were out there. And um, so if you have Chrome, uh, this is an option. I know some people, I know Bob said that he had some issues with it. And other people said that there was an update that supposedly uh, came out recently um, to try to fix some issues. So it might be something to check out. Um, it is a Google extension called GoToChannel. So... Yes, our Epic RV Adventure said credit to uh, Daydream About Nice Things. Gary over there uh, did a bunch of uh, searching, and he found people putting out videos on this as well. And, uh, you know, he brought it to the community uh, attention, and it is something that will probably end up, you know, helping us here in the long run to get through the, uh, not having that feature anymore on YouTube. So, But with that, we'll go ahead and we'll get this wrapped up. Uh, thank each and every one of you uh, for joining us today. Uh, we still got about 19 in the house, but we'll go ahead and we'll wrap this up. I don't think anyone's scheduled beyond us, so we won't be uh, raiding anyone. 
but make sure to go ahead and check any schedules. I think the next one's probably uh, later on today. I think Nomadic Hippie comes on, I think it's at 6 p.m. if I am correct. Uh, Bob might be able to, uh, uh, fifth wheel, fifth wheel found it first. Uh, fifth wheel, uh, fun and fixings found it first. Okay. Um, but I think Nomadic Hippie is coming on, I think it's 6 p.m. is when he comes on, uh, tonight. So make sure you go out, you, uh, support these other YouTube channels, watch their live streams, give them some watch hours, and, uh, give them those thumbs up, the engagement that's so important here on YouTube. So, um, once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in the next video. Thanks, guys. Catch you all later.